Welcome, friends, to Finding Her, a podcast that dives deep into personal development, creating a brand and business, self-management skills, and how to build that damn village, to name a few. I am your host, Julia Busby, a special education teacher by day that is working hard at building a brand, business, and community that will bring awareness and personal growth through weekly episodes. These weekly episodes will entail discussing topics we all have a hard time talking about in society. Just like you, I am a human juggler in this life, a wife who despises housework, and a mother of three. My passion is to serve others. So are you ready to learn? Let's do this. Welcome back to Finding Her. I'm your host, Julia Busby, and I have someone amazing to introduce to you all today for today's show. Emily Lemereau is a fellow businesswoman who resides in Vancouver, Canada, who loves health and wellness, spending time outdoors, cooking delicious, convenient plant-based recipes, and teaches yoga as a certified trainer or instructor, and she is also a world traveler. Welcome, Emily, to the show. Yay, thanks for having me. I'm so happy that, for one, we met on the gram, but also that you are here to share some information that could help change lives. Are you ready? Yes. Ready. So let's get started. So I always ask my guests this question. What are you grateful for today? Yes, I love this question. So I actually have a morning practice that I do every single morning, which includes daily gratitude. Um, And this morning I was reflecting and I'm just really grateful for my health. I'm so grateful that Um, I'm in a position that I have access to nutritious food, healthy Mm -hmm. drinking water, and even just education around what keeps us healthy. Um, A lot of people in the world don't have access to that or even the knowledge. So yeah, I'm feeling super grateful about that. Great. I love it. So for me, I'm grateful for my family today. We spent a lot of time this past weekend together. We went to the lake and did paddle boarding and had a picnic and some friends and local friends and friends that uh, relocated here from Idaho came with us. So I was grateful to be able to. So nice. Um, So let's dive deep. Tell us a little background about why you became interested in health and wellness and building a business. Yes. So I grew up as a 90s kid and I grew up with a single mom who worked Mm -hmm. a lot. There were periods of time where she even worked like two, three jobs. So convenience was key. And back in like the, you know, late 80s, early 90s, even just like early 2000s, um, there wasn't a lot of education around not eating processed foods. Like if anything, people were being encouraged to eat processed foods. Like it was like, pop this in the oven, pop this in the microwave. Like the microwave was, you know, everybody was using it. So I grew up eating a lot of processed foods and it was just because of like lack of knowledge. I think that people had just in general, people weren't really reading ingredients, something that was low fat was still considered healthy. Um, And then, you know, there was like tons of sugars and like it was all just processed and tons of chemicals added to everything. So 
that's what I grew up eating a lot of as a kid. And in my early 20s, I started to notice that I was getting really, really bad digestive issues. And just being really lethargic all the time, super sleepy, low energy. And I mean, for somebody who's in their early 20s, like you should be (laughs) full of energy and life all the time. And I wasn't like, I just didn't feel great all the time really, really bad digestive issues, Um, felt sick literally every time I ate, even if I ate a salad, it still made me feel sick. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started to see like doctors and that sort of thing about it. And they just didn't really have any answers for me. And so I started to investigate a little bit more and dive deeper into holistic health in general. And I started to find that I wanted to repair my gut health. I wanted to eat healthier, live just like a more healthy lifestyle. And so I just started cutting out certain foods. And a lot of that was like processed foods. I'd eaten so much processed foods my whole life. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. I can't tell Mm -hmm. you how many people I have met that suffer from digestive issues because of the food that we're eating. So, and, and stress and that sort of thing. And just like environmental issues that we're subjected to these days. So Um, yeah, when I started to take control of my own health and I started to do my own research and I started to really make an effort to reading labels and, you know, just knowing what I need for my body to thrive was when I noticed a massive shift in my health. Great. So do you think though, that when you talked about how the public wasn't educated, you know, on the boxed meals and like all those things to fit in the tiny little microwave. Do you think that, I mean, almost it's like the public can't be aware of how bad it is because then they won't be able to sell it. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, exactly. To buy it. And then, you know, yeah. the microwave was made because all the moms and homemakers at the time in the, in the fifties or when, I'm trying to remember when the microwave was embedded. I wrote a paper on it in college actually. <laughs> Um, really? <laughs> yeah, but it was to really break down on that, just cooking everything from scratch and throwing it in the oven. You know, that takes a lot of time, especially if you are not a homemaker and you do have to work. So I see where it was good for your mom in the sense of we can get this food in the fridge or the freezer for Emily to eat, but then she didn't realize how bad it was, you know? Yeah. Uh, totally. And I think that was just the time. It was, you know, mm-hmm. the 80s, 90s. People weren't, I mean, there were obviously lots of people that were becoming educated about, um, you know, cancer causing chemicals and that sort of thing in our food. But I think as a whole, like as a whole population, I don't think that a lot of people knew like how bad this could really be. It's just like smoking. Like, my, I'm right. a kid that's a product of like, parents smoking in the house and I think it was like people just didn't really understand the severity of what they were doing um I had very loving parents don't get me wrong but I think there just wasn't the education around it like people didn't really know how bad it was it was getting and that's why it's so great like we're talking about this topic you're sharing um your story and your ideas so then other people can become more aware because it really Mm -hmm. education is key on all these pieces and to in the early 80s 90s you know after or later on after the microwave came out like 
society as a whole started pushing like convenience and fast and fast and fast everything. And, um, you know, that's why we see so many of those like marketing ads for all these fast, convenient foods and fast foods and all this stuff, because everybody is always in a hurry overloading their schedules. So. Uh, Absolutely. And we've totally changed um, in terms of what's expected, especially from women these days. Um, like back in the, you know, 30s, 40s, like my grandparents day, the, mm-hmm. you know, women would stay at home, they would care for the family, they would cook, that sort of thing. Now women are still expected to do those things, but they're also expected to have, um, you know, these social lives and they're also expected to have self care and they're expected to work and they're expected to be really good at their jobs. So you're kind of like women are in a position and mothers are in a position where they're wearing all these different hats all at once. And there's a term called rushing woman syndrome which, um, I mean, that's a topic for another day, but yeah, what is this Russian woman syndrome? Yeah. So it's basically, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's basically what I just said, like women these days, they're having to wear all these different hats. They need to be that perfect soccer mom. They need to be, mm-hmm. you know, the, the good wife, they need to be maintaining the household. They need to be thriving in their career. Um, they need to also maintain that social life so they don't, you know, lose themselves and practice self-care. So there's all, like, women these days are getting pulled in a bazillion different directions. And then you have, you know, ads constantly being like, this is going to make your life easier flashing in your face. So, of course, you're going to, like, jump on that, right? Totally. I get my kids hot pockets and <laughs> some of those yeah. We, we try to balance it out though. And, um, enter in the Instapot has saved my life. Um, cause I do mm, like yes. meats or spaghetti or any of those things. So I'm a mom that does wear all the hats and it, it is really hard for me. And, um, taking time out for myself is non-existent usually in school, school time. Cause I'm a teacher. So that needs to change. So my next question for you. Are you a vegetarian or vegan? So I'm not fully vegan. I would say I'm vegetarian. I don't eat any meat. Um, Mm -hmm. I like to stick to a plant-based whole foods diet predominantly. That being said, um, I mean, the reason why I don't eat meat is for more like my own belief system. And I mean, I won't go too much into it, but just basically the the animals that people are consuming these days are for the most part sick animals so if you think about eating a sick animal what's that going to do to your system so factory farmed meat is absolutely off the table for me um, I've just seen way too much and all the research that I've done on the topic um, it's just not something that I want to be putting into my body and I would definitely discourage other people to put it into their body. Um, if you are going to eat meat, I would definitely suggest knowing where that animal came from. And I think that's another thing that I wanted to touch on is that we don't know where our food's coming from anymore. Right, um, right. We don't have relationships with the farmers. We don't have relationship with, you know, the source of where our food's coming from. So we just walk into a grocery store and, you know, these massive grocery stores, and I don't want to name any names, but... <laughs> <laughs> the, a lot of the food is from 
factory farmed and it's, you know, riddled with chemicals. Like we have no idea what's in this food. So I think also knowing, especially if you're going to eat another being, basically, right. I would... I would recommend knowing like where that's come from and like what went into that animal's body. So for me personally, I don't eat meat. I choose not to. Um, I do eat, you know, eggs time to time right. and I do love cheese. So I do eat cheese from time to time. Oh, good. Cheese um, is my favorite. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love cheese at the end of the day? But that being said, I do like to stick to a bit of like an 80, 20 rule when it comes to just eating in general. So I don't like to, be you know super super strict there was a time where i was healing from gut issues that i wasn't really strict with what i was eating Mm -hmm. and i found that to be quite stressful i mean i always encourage people and i do health coaching as well and i encourage my clients to always you know if you're at the birthday party have the piece of cake if you're wanting to have like a wine and cheese night like have some wine and cheese I don't believe in like completely being super restrictive about your diet to the point mm-hmm. where it's going to become super stressful. Um, definitely having that like 80-20 balance. Just a, just a little bit, not the whole bottle of wine, but maybe a glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep, be mindful, be mindful. All right. So yes. can you tell us what the benefits are for eating a plant-based or whole foods diet? Yeah, I mean, there's tons of research on eating a plant-based whole foods diet. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's just going back to the basics, like back to the basics of what our ancestors used to eat, what our like grandparents and our great-grandparents were eating. They were eating things that were made from scratch, didn't have the chemicals in it, didn't have all the pesticides that are sprayed all over everything. I mean, I try to eat organic as much as possible, but I realize that it is more expensive and not everybody has access to that. Right. So, you know, just being mindful about like the dirty dozen, like things to stay away from that are more subjected to all of those chemicals. Um, but yeah, there's tons of research that says that we should be eating fruits and more fruit and veggies. Like it from the dawn of time, all the experts are saying, <laughs> more fruits and veggies, more fruits and veggies. That's definitely not something that's been like argued. It's never been like this fad thing. Like it's Mm -hmm. definitely, we know there's research to back up on, you know, a molecular level, what happens to our bodies when we have more of that micronutrients. Um, So yeah, I mean, the USDA and Health, Health Canada, they recommend to fill half of your plate with fruits and veggies. Um, so yeah, I would stick to those guidelines. The USDA is a little bit different from Health Canada because mm-hmm. we did take dairy completely out. So it's not oh, even being okay. recommended into your diet in Canada anymore, um, which is something that I agree with as well. I don't think that you need to be eating dairy every single day to be eating a healthy diet. That being said, you know, have the piece of cheese if you want the piece of cheese once in a while. Don't completely deprive yourself. Um, that's my personal beliefs anyway. Um, so yeah, definitely getting more fruits and veggies in your diet for sure. Awesome. Thanks for answering that. And that makes me, when we talk about dairy, I love cheese too, but I can't have too much of it because it doesn't agree with my stomach. Oh, so, well, me neither. Absolutely. My kids, and most people 
don't. Most people, it doesn't agree with them. Like I've, I can't tell you how many people I've met that literally get some kind of reaction when they've consumed too much dairy. Yeah. My, my daughter is like that as well. And you know, my, my kids get annoyed when I get the really thin, the fat free milk and I can, (laughs) I can drink a little bit of it, but, but I know mainly do the, um, almond milk or coke. Yeah. And I like that too, because if I don't drink it all the time, it's fine. As long as it's not opened, it can stay in the cupboard. So, um, great. So one thing I am aware of is that if you are solely eating a plant-based diet, where do you get all of your protein from? Beans and beans and all the beans. (laughs) Yeah, I love being asked this question and I get asked this question all the time. And if you have any vegans or vegetarians that are listening right now, they're probably laughing to themselves because it's a question that gets asked all the time. Well, where do you get your protein? Plants. There's so much protein in plants. Like beans, yes, a thousand percent. Like beans Mm -hmm. have tons of nutritional value, not just protein, but just plants have protein. Protein deficiency is not really a thing in North America. Um, I've actually done a bit of research for my own knowledge on this topic. And there is, it's, it's not really a thing unless somebody has like a severe health problem. There's like something else that's causing that deficiency. Mm-hmm. People aren't deficient in protein. Um, there's other things that people who are solely going plant-based do need to be mindful of like B12 and that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But, and, and making sure that you're getting like some healthy fats in your diet, some plant-based fats. Protein's not really one of those things that um, people need to worry about too much because um, like for an example, I'll give you an example right now, like black beans for um, I love um, black, beans. black beans. Yes, they're so good. And mm-hmm. they're so good for you. 100 grams of uh, black beans versus ground beef. The protein levels are 22 grams versus 19 grams. With that, you're also getting 16 grams of fiber, where you're getting zero grams of fiber with ground beef. Um, Mm. There's more iron in the black beans. Yeah. So I think it's like a misconception that people have that like, if you cut out meat, you're going to be protein deprived. Um, But yeah, you're also getting, not only are you getting the protein, you're getting a bunch of other health benefits like fiber. Fiber is super, super, super important for our digestive system. Mm-hmm. It's a prebiotic. So it's actually what the probiotic bacteria in your microbiome are feasting off of. So our bodies need fiber. That's another reason why we need to have those fruits and veggies is because our microbiome, that's a topic for another day, but our you have all the information. You're just educating today. <laughs> We're doing so awesome. Yeah. It's, I'm so passionate about it and I've done a lot of research for myself, but the microbiome regulates like everything in your body. So it's, it's like basically you're the good bugs that you have in your body that keep you healthy and prevent you from disease and all sorts of different things. So when you consume fiber, you're actually feeding that good bacteria. So we want to be bringing in that fiber because we want to be feeding the good bacteria. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yes. Well, now you do. Awesome. 
And I added some black beans to our egg scramble the other morning and my husband loved oh, it. Oh, so excellent. It was just yes. easy to add it in. But again, here comes the education piece. Like we can learn how to manage this kind of stuff. And after we learn the information and then we are going to be all of a sudden maybe reading labels, being a little bit more mindful, maybe driving past Burger King and going home to eat. Yes. <laughs> Stopping in the drive-through. Um, I yeah. think. I think that's like you nailed it right on the head there in terms of just being more, more mindful and doing our own research. Like we are, you know, society as a whole, we're in a very sort of like powerful place now because we have access to all this information. People are talking about things like just go on Instagram and you can see people are voicing their opinions on things and talking about different things related to like everything basically health politics right. environment everything so we we have the power to make our own choices and to do our own research so it's not like back in the day where all people had was like the television to tell them what to do we have so many resources so right. i really encourage people to do their own research read the labels if you are looking at um, food labels and there's all these numbers next to it and there's words that are massive that you can't pronounce probably stay away from it or maybe even just google it and be like what is that what is this like 25 letter word that I'm about to consume <laughs> yes. and I'm, I'm like gonna, you know maybe just google it it's fake it's sucralose or or high fructose corn syrup you know, a lot of yeah, so in those names. Exactly. All yeah, right. So exactly. how many fruits and veggies should we be working on consuming per day? Like I, I heard you earlier say we should have half our plate full of fruits and veggies. So, I mean, it's a high number though, right? Yeah, it's super hard actually. Like in, even I struggle a little bit to get, and I'm plant, like I'm predominantly plant-based Mm -hmm. and um love to eat you know whole foods diet but even i struggle sometimes like it's hard it's hard to get you know like for example like 30 you know fruit and veggie servings a day like that's really difficult and we also want to be eating the rainbow too that's another thing that health professionals always recommend is having a wide variety so not just eating like apples and spinach every single day we want to be consuming different a different variety of different fruits and veggies because you're getting different micronutrients from all of those different fruits and veggies. Right. So that is super difficult. Like, and if you're busy, like most people are these days, like people don't have time to, you know, make all of this food and, and worry about like, did I get my fruits and veggies intake for the day? Right. So what I do, what's helped me so much, and I can't tell you, it's been like massive, life-changing game changer um tell me your secret <laughs> yes i will tell you my secrets i mean it's not a secret i want to share it with the world <laughs> so i take these amazing little nutraceutical capsules mm -hmm. so basically what they've done and it's genius so we've all heard of like juicing and like smoothies and that sort of thing mm -hmm. so what they do is they they pick all of the fruits and veggies at the peak of ripeness and they put it into a giant smoothie mm -hmm. and then they freeze dry it locks in all of the enzymes and then they encapsulate it so that it's not oxidizing so like 
I don't know if people can relate to going to like a health food store and getting like spirulina powder, for instance, or any kind of like cacao powder or something like that, or like a okay. powder, any kind of uh-huh. food powder. So it's kind of like that, but what they, they've done this with fruits and veggies. So it's whole foods. It's what we need. There's 35 different variety um, of fruits and veggies in these capsules. And the, the reason why they encapsulate it is so that it's not oxidizing every time you open the bag. It oh. creates oxidization because oxygen's getting to it. Yeah. So it's really genius. And so I take that every single day. It's helped me out big time. Um, anyone who's listening, if they want more information about it, just reach out to me. I'm on Instagram um, at Guiding Well Minds. And just send me a DM and I can tell you more about them. Um, They also, I take a um, omega-3 capsule that's a plant-based omega-3. We know how polluted our oceans are getting. Um, You know, health professionals are recommending that we stay away from fish, that we don't consume so much fish because of the, you know, the mercury Mercury, levels and how polluted our waters are getting. Mm -hmm. So I actually take a um, plant-based omega, which is from the source of where the fish are getting their omegas. So um, that as well, I can, I can give, you know, anybody who's curious to know more about it, I can give you some information about it. So definitely yeah. reach out and uh, I would love to, you know, even just chat more about all this kind of stuff. I love meeting people who are curious to get healthier. Well, and what I uh, loved a, a lot about you is when we first talked over the phone, was that, a couple of months ago, um, it mm-hmm. was so easy to talk to and it was comforting and I didn't feel, I was shy at first because it was on like FaceTime, but <laughs> um, out, outside of that, it was just really easy to connect with you. So I really appreciate it. Oh, thank and you. People, oh, I really appreciate that. I think people will see that too with how easy this conversation has really flowed on there. And I will be putting your information at the bottom of um, the show's show notes. Awesome. And, um, I just have to tell everyone that Emily loves to cook and has made it her mission to make and share recipes that serve up delicious fruits and veggies. But not only that, it's that it's easy and convenient to make at home. So her pictures on the gram make my mouth water every time I see them. The pancake one is <laughs> favorite. And I do love how you put in the ingredients on there for everybody to see. Um, yeah, so it's just so so eye-catching, so beautiful, especially when you talk about the fruits and veggie rainbow. Um, oh, your oh, thank you so vibrant. much. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming and being a guest on my show. Thanks uh, for ha- having me. I've had yes, a blast. Yes, this is so great. So for all my listeners, please share the show. Um, send me any DMs. Um, Julia and Busby on the gram. And you guys have a great day. Love you. Let me get it off of record. Uh. Uh, yay yeah we could just edit this part out hold on stop recording